Hello, you're listening to Drawn to the Flame, a podcast for fans of Arkham Horror, the card game. I'm your host, Frank, and this is another one of my Think on Your Feet episodes. It's been a little while. What with Edge of the Earth arriving, first looks, second looks, all of that malarkey, it's been pretty full on for the behind the scenes planning, doing what we like to do recording this thing. But I'm back. And I've got a bit of time to settle down and play some more Father Matteo Castile versus Return to the Forgotten Age. Before I go any further, Happy New Year! I hope you had a great holiday season, if you had one. I hope you're well, I hope you're safe. And it's really cool to be sitting back down again and just, yeah, able to record. So hopefully this will be enjoyable. And There's probably another reason why I've been a little bit delayed in doing this, which will become apparent as we dive in to Return to the City of Archives. Story so far, Father Mateo joined an expedition into southern Mexico, the jungles of southern Mexico, but what they found on that expedition was proof of an ancient Aztec civilization in an area that there shouldn't be Aztec civilization. Exploring one of the altipetals, they found, or he found rather, a strange device, the Relic of Ages, which he took back to Arkham, gave to his good old friend and confidant Harlan Earnstone, but all was not well in Arkham. The discovery of the Brotherhood set Mateo on a path back to Mexico City and eventually back into the jungle to try and find out what was what. And the new discovery, the second time round in the jungle, of an underground vault cavern place beyond the size that one should expect caves to be, almost rocked his mind, but that was nothing compared to the betrayal from Alejandro Vela, who, just before this scenario begins, turned up with a load of aliens and said that he wanted to take my mind. So that's where we're up to. Uh, slightly potted version of the history of this campaign so far. Insert all of the um, extra weirdness, challenges, strange things. And of course, we're also followed all of this time, dogged even by the accursed follower, because we're playing a bless-ish Father Mateo that also has a bit of curse interaction. And yeah, that's part of the reason why I'm a bit nervous about the City of Archives, because we lose some of what we've been enjoying, you know, the power of Mateo's Elder Sign. Our Elder Sign is now just a plus two draw one card. Our stat line is completely flattened out to two, 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 two. And also this scenario has killed Finn Edwards before, back when I did the original Forgotten Age, Think on Your Feet, which just adds that little wrinkle of fear for me that it's one that I want to do well, but find particularly challenging. Anyway, enough chit chat. If you want to look at the upgrades I've done, take a look in the description. I put a link to this deck, and here's some story. Scenario 6, The City of Archives. You remember very little of the next few days. Your consciousness fades in and out as your body grips with exhaustion, and your mind feebly attempts to comprehend what exactly has happened to you. The inhabitants of this place are the same creatures you saw Alejandro consorting with, immense, corrugated cones of clammy flesh with four thick limbs extending from the top. They are horrifying to look upon, but they do not harm you as you expected they might. Your first few days are spent restrained and questioned by the creatures, several of which are somehow able to communicate in English. 
Others reproduce your language using an odd futuristic machine played like a musical instrument. You are reminded strangely of the jazz piano at the Nightingale. It is only then that you realise your body has been altered. You have no hands or fingers to play the keys, no legs to walk upon, no lungs to scream out. You are one of them now, one of the creatures that has taken you captive, and your original body is nowhere to be seen. Despite your captivity, the creatures do not seem intent on harming you. Instead, they merely interview you, asking all manner of questions about a broad range of topics. Your society, your profession, your technology, your ecosystem, your human body. Their thirst for knowledge is unyielding, unending. Their questions range from the mundane to the complex. They implore you to write copiously in your own language, taking everything you write to store away in their vast archives. You are informed that you will be able to roam the city freely if you comply. So we need to decide what we're going to do. I think I'm choosing this mainly on theme and that Matteo being a God-fearing, although his, again, his faith is rocked, a God-fearing gentleman decides to cooperate and tell the creatures everything you know. He believes if he can put his trust in being open, in being kind, maybe he can receive something like that in, in return. You cooperate with the creatures hoping to earn your freedom. You're sick of captivity, and perhaps you'll be able to find a way home if you're able to roam the city at will. The creatures seem pleased that you're answering their questions, though their mannerisms are still completely alien to you. Days turn to weeks, perhaps even longer. It's difficult to tell. Finally, one of the creatures informs you that you're free to roam the halls of the city with several restrictions. You are not allowed to do harm to your new body, for it belongs to another of their race and you are not allowed to leave the city. Your restraints are lifted, and the Vkuchu watches with keen interest as you get used to your conical body. We need to record that we cooperated with the Ithians. Now, because we cooperated, two things happen. The first is that we start at the arrival chamber, which is two shroud and no clues, and after you begin your turn in this location, if there is a Yithian enemy in this location, draw one card. And we also start here with a Yithian observer, but luckily it is aloof. And we gain a clue each. So we start on one clue. As I said before, my stats are now 2222. I'm monster and Yithian traded. Each of my ally assets gains the Yithian trait. I have there's a reaction ability. After you commit a card to a skill test you're performing, double the skill icons on that card, limit once per test. And our Elder Sign effect is now a measly plus two draw one card. I think that's everything for setup. Let's read our agenda and act and get going. Agenda 1A, City of the Great Waste. Somehow you have awoken in a futuristic city inhabited by odd alien creatures beyond your imagining. You must explore this strange place if you're to find a way out, but your new body is difficult to get used to. Five Doom and investigators cannot put item assets into play, including item weaknesses. Act 1A, Exploring Panarcotus. Getting out of this strange city might be harder than you thought. Its halls are endless and filled with all manner of complex futuristic machinery. Each copy of Yithian Observer gains aloof, thank goodness, and we need two clues. So one clue and we're good. We've got two skulls in the bag, they're minus one or minus three instead if you have five or more cards in hand. And we have two elder things, they're minus two if you fail, place one of your clues on your location. So ideally we stay two up, but if we go Cursed-tastic, that all goes out of the window. We have three unique items that we have to remove from our deck. They are the Expedition Journal, the Relic of Ages, and the Codex of Ages, sadly. So no 
investigate a signature card in this scenario, unfortunately. And yeah, being able to bank on one Elder Sign at least might have been quite nice. So there we go. Let's do our opening hand. Vader Whitsley, Promise of Power, Favour of the Sun, Sixth Sense, and Right of Equilibrium. <laughs> what a strange selection. This is really pretty wild, isn't it? Because we could get Vader down early and just be peeking at the encounter deck, because she does let you look at the encounter deck, and filtering it using the damage and horror. I kind of like that. For one cost, that seems pretty decent. The favour of the sun, right of equilibrium thing combines nicely. And then if we do right of equilibrium, that turns off promise of power, but that is a heady plus eight if we need it. And six cents... I mean, Sixth Sense is maybe the one we need the least here because it doesn't give us a boost. So it's kind of just just weird. Hmm. I know that one of the other interview rooms early on does have a difficulty four check in it. So maybe keeping the Promise of Power is good for that. But if we're going to write of equilibrium in favour of the sun, I'm, I'm inclined here to actually mulligan two, Sixth Sense and Promise of Power. And what I'm hoping for is... I suppose I'm hoping for Harmony Restored to clear all those curses back out. I'm hoping for some sort of energy enemy management, maybe some cancellation, although Vader is kind of serving that role. Yeah, I think enemy management more than anything else, because I think with the Favour of the Sun, we're getting one clue a turn if we want to that way, with Ancient Covenant Favour of the Sun. So I'll mulligan two. <laughs> Harmony Restored is the next card. And Holy Rosary, which is an item, so we can't play it yet. Well, that'll be good later on. That was a good mulligan, I think. The only other thing we'd really like now is Arcane Studies, because we've got two copies now of Arcane Studies 4, and they've got the replenishing resources and give us a plus two intellect. So as another investigation solution, it's pretty nice. So how do we proceed? We start on five resources. I think we play Vader, Rite of Equilibrium, Harmony Restored, Favour of the Sun. Ah, after our turn begins, there's a reaction here that we can draw a card. It's second Holy Rosary. Ugh. Do we just empty our hand here? Maybe not quite yet. Let's play Vader for one, and the first thing we'll do is peek and look at the top card of the encounter deck. It's Dissonant Voices. Well, I think we leave that on top, and I think what we do do is do as I suggested and, and do the full setup now. So action two will play right of equilibrium. We'll add 10 curse to add 10 bless to the chaos bag. And action three will pay three going down to one resource and search the chaos bag for 10 curse tokens and return them to the token pool because there are 10 blesses in the bag and that gains us 10 resources. And then straight away fast with two of those resources we'll play favour of the sun and seal three of the bless. So essentially for two actions, we've put seven bless in the bag and three on favour of the sun. And we're on nine resources, which is no bad thing. We won't move out of here yet. We know we're getting dissonant voices next turn, but we are pretty set up and we'll get an extra card draw for staying where we are in the arrival chamber. Upkeep draws us a spectral razor and we go to one resource. So we're on 10 now and we hit our first mythos. One Doom of Five. Oh, look, 
It's dissonant voices. We cannot play assets or events. At the end of the round, discard dissonant voices. Our turn begins and we get to draw a card. It's a promise of power. Well, that's nice. Before we do anything else, let's peek with Vader. A frozen in fear is next. Now that is somewhat harder for us to clear. Although with one Holy Rosary, we'd be one up. We could favour of sun that, although I quite like the idea of keeping these favour of the sun blesses for passing tests. This turn, let me just have a think. We're probably going to move, move into interview room and try and clue. If we drew frozen fear, it would block us moving. So yes, I'm going to deal a horror to Vader to discard it. I think avoiding it taxing us later is the right thing. So first action, we move out into the halls of Panarcotus Eastern Corridors. At this point, it appeared the desert sands lay directly upon a floor of some titan structure of Earth's youth. How preserved through aeons of geologic convulsion, I could not then, and cannot now, even attempt to guess. Three shroud and a clue. There's a free trigger here. During your turn, choose and discard a card from your hand. Move to another copy of Halls of Panarcotus. Limit once per turn. Now, the return to has added alongside the northern corridors and the western corridors, the southern corridors, and it is connected to east and west, it says on it. It doesn't have any flavour, weirdly. So we've got a little circle there of those. But I think let's do the interview rooms. I think we do the interview rooms first. Now, one of them has, I think, a horror test. We could favour of the sun that if we move in. So eeny, meeny, miny, moe, we'll go to the upper one. It is the Icor filled chamber, one shroud, one clue. After you enter this location, test willpower three. Take one horror for each point you fail by. Hmm, we're a two on three. Favour of the sun with ancient covenant would just be a pass. And then investigating here would be one up. Alternatively, we could commit holy rosary and be one up on this. No, I think, I think the horror is the scarier thing. So... We'll take the test. We would reveal a chaos token, so we're going to exhaust favor of the sun and resolve a bless instead. And we're going to tap ancient covenant to stop there. So that's a pass. And then we have one action left, which will be to investigate. I think we hold on to our promise of power. I think we investigate one up. There are seven blesses in the bag. Two on one. Minus three, fail. Upkeep. We draw a sword cane, which is an item that we can't play. We go up to 11 resources. Dissonant Voices goes, and we hit two of five doom. Well, I think we're already doing better than Finn did, because I think he was on six horror by this point. <laughs> and the card off the top of the deck is Keeper of the Great Library. It spawns at the Great Library, which isn't in play, which means we discard this. It whiffs. Well, that's kind of good we didn't get the clue last turn, and then be stuck with that. So we'll tap Vader again before we do anything else. Next card is Offer of Power. You must either draw two cards and place two Doom on the current agenda or take two Horror. Can't cancel it. Do we just take one Horror on Vader to not deal with this? Um, we'd be on three Doom next turn, so we couldn't take the Doom and draw the cards either because that would be brutal. I think, again, we, we put a Horror on Vader and discard that. You know what? Maybe we put it back on top and for just one horror more, we have the certainty of knowing what we're getting. So we'd put the horror on Vaden anyway next turn and a horror on us. I think that might actually be the right way to do it. 
for one horror more, yeah, what's the cost of knowing what we're getting next turn? It's probably that. So this turn, we investigate again, and then I think we move twice to the other interview room, because I think there's another clue in there, and I think there's one of the things we need to do. So the question is, do we investigate with a favour of the sun bless, or do we again just go one up? I think we do another favour of the sun bless, because we're not doing any other tests this turn, and I do want to get to the interview room this turn. So I get the certainty. So favour of the Sun Ancient Covenant gets us the clue and a victory point. And we move twice, once to the Eastern Corridors and once to the Restraining Chamber. Four Shroud and the clue. It has parlay, test intellect four or combat four to interrogate the captive mind restrained here. If you succeed, remember that you interviewed a subject. If you fail, take two horror. Well, this, the promise of power could be really useful for, right? It's a plus eight. So we'd be 10 on four for that check. Upkeep, we draw. A keep faith. Well, we have been using Bless, so it's not the worst thing to get. And we're up to 12 resources. And arcane studies sometime would be lovely. Mythos, we get a doom and we draw. Oh look, it's promise of power. We take a horror. Vader takes a horror. That's fine. We'll tap Vader again. She is doing some work, I think, so far. Next is captive subjects. Two fight, five health, four agility. It spawns at the alien conservatory. It's aloof and retaliate. If an investigator read about Earth or saw a familiar specimen, it loses aloof and gains hunter. Well, we haven't read about Earth or saw one, but also if we leave this on top, this is going to whiff. So that's what we'll do. So how to proceed? I think first let's try and interview a subject. We'll try it with intellect. We'll commit this promise of power and add a curse. So that makes us a 10 on 4. Zero. That is a pass. So we need to remember that we've interviewed a subject. Next, we'll investigate. We're a 2 on 4. We'll use this last bless from Favour of the Sun to get the clue. And then last action, we'll move back to the Eastern Corridors. So we've now run out of those three blesses have been used and are sitting out of the bag. And we're now on one curse and seven bless in the bag. So now those those three bless on favour of the sun have been used. So we're now on one curse and seven bless in the bag. Upkeep draws us Jacob Morrison. Hello. This is one of the upgrades and we go up to 13 resources. He's a three cost 2-2 ally. He does not ready during the upkeep phase. When you would fail a skill test, exhaust Jacob Morrison, you get plus two skill value for this test. And after a blessed token is revealed from the chaos bag, during the test you're performing ready Jacob Morrison. Now, the combo that I am envisaging is with favour of the sun, where you can take a test at, say, evens and use Jacob to pass at plus two, and then take another test and use favour of the sun to ready Jacob again and maybe use Ancient Covenant to pass or something like that. We don't have Charisma yet, so I think what we do is keep going with Vader, but probably one of the challenges will be when do we decide to sack Vader off and put Jacob in? Maybe if we have to lose an asset, Vader's the only asset we have, and at least we then have another ally, and we can definitely afford playing Jacob. So we hit four or five Doom, and we draw the captive subjects that whiffs because those that location isn't in play. Vader peaks, 
And the next card is Cruel Interrogations. This you put into your play in your threat area. If you've interviewed a subject, you take a horror. That's the one thing we've done. And it gains surge and you cannot take draw actions. And it is too willpower to clear. Why don't we just... <laughs> Why don't we just put put the last horror on Vader? She will have soaked no damage for us. But we get rid of that card. And then instead of taking a horror, it's surging and us spending an action. We've just taken the horror. And this turn we could play Jacob, advance, and think about what we do next. I'm going to do that. I would have liked to keep Vader around a bit longer, particularly to remove enemies. But I think I think that's the right thing to do. So first action, play Jacob. And let's spend two of our three clues and advance. Finding your way. You explore the area near your interview chamber for some time, learning more of the city and its dwellers. It is a place of knowledge and research, inhabited by beings who call themselves the Great Race of Yith. For the most part, the Yithians allow you to explore the city without troubling you, though some of them follow you about and observe you with keen interest. As you pass through one of the city's meandering halls, you find a panel attached to a wall. It is a technological device you cannot hope to understand. As you stand in front of it, dumbfounded, one of your observers approaches cautiously. It extends one of its claw appendages and manipulates the panel in a convoluted manner. To your surprise, the wall in front of you slides open to reveal another series of halls. The creature steps aside to let you pass. We need to put in a bunch of locations and put the custodian at one of them, but it also says to note that Yithian observers are no longer aloof. Act 2A is unrestricted access. If three of the following are true, you must advance. We need to find the process, dissect an organ, interview a subject, so that's one, realise what year it is, activate the device, control the custodian, read about Earth, and see a familiar specimen. So three of those will trigger advancement. Coming into play are Cyclopean vaults, that is down from the southern corridors, and alien conservatory, and they connect to each other as well. They're a little pair. Up in the north, we have Laboratory of the Great Race, which connects to the Yithian Orrery and the Deconstruction Room, and they just each connect. It's a T-shape. And then over in the west, we've got Towers of Pinarcotus and the Great Library. So going clockwise from Deconstruction Room, we've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven locations. So I'll roll this D8 and see where the Custodian arrives. Five. That is down at the Alien Conservatory. Well, do we go there first? I like the Custodian a lot because the Custodian has a reaction when the investigation phase begins. If you control the Custodian, you draw a card. And to get the Custodian, you have to pass an Intellect 3 test and spend a clue. We do have the clue. So our plan could be to go to the Conservatory in the vaults first and try and do things there. I think there's read about Earth and see a familiar specimen down there, and the custodian. So that would get us up to four things. Are we in a position to do much down there? We'd probably move twice. We've played Jacob and then just move to the alien conservatory and where the custodian is. In my hand, I don't really have anything that sets me up nicely to pass that custodian test, but we do have Jacob. So we could think of ourselves as being roughly one up. The other option is that we head up somewhere else. We go up to the deconstruction room, the laboratory, and the Yithian orrery. But I don't think we're any better set up to do anything up there than going south. So yeah, let's go south. 
into the halls of Pranarkotas southern corridors we go. It's three shroud and a clue. It's got the same free trigger ability to move. And then yeah, let's go into the alien conservatory. The great race itself waxed well nigh omniscient and turned to the task of setting up exchanges with the minds of other planets and of exploring their pasts and futures. It's two shroud and a clue. While you're here, decrease your maximum hand size by two. Ugh. And then it has an action. Test willpower one. If you succeed, test agility two. If you succeed, test intellect three. If you succeed, remember that you saw a familiar specimen. Wow, that's kind of mean. That's our turn. Upkeep, we draw a radiant smite. Not too bad. And our hand is a sword cane and two holy rosaries, none of which we can play. And then a keep faith, a spectral razor and a radiant smite. And we go up to 11 resources. We're on exactly six cards, so we're okay for the conservatory. Strikingly, none of these cards have intellect icons. So that's not going to help us get the custodian. And we hit five doom, which means we advance the agenda. As you traverse these strange halls, you come across a chamber you hadn't noticed before. It is filled with trinkets and items of all kinds from various civilizations. Many of them match the descriptions you've given to the city's inhabitants, descriptions of the equipment you had on your person when you first encountered the creatures. Have they somehow replicated the objects you had with you? You take what you can find and continue exploring. Each investigator searches the top nine cards of his or her deck for up to two item assets and draws them, shuffle each search deck. Note, investigators are now able to put item assets into play. Shuffle the encounter discard pile into the encounter deck. Whoops. And if the custodian is in play and not controlled by an investigator, move it to the location with the most clues on it. Ah, phew. I thought it was going to be to a random location, but most clues means we can, can actually leave it here. Or if we wanted to, we could move it out into the southern corridors. Right, well, let's do our item assets first and then decide, because maybe we see an intellect icon or something like that. So we've seen Jacob, Ward, Promise, Harmony Restored, Sixth Sense, Keep Faith, Drawn to the Flame, Drawn to the Flame, Radiant Smite. Zero. And that's not a surprise, really, because I think items are Holy Rosaries and Sword Canes, so I think there was just one Sword Cane in the deck for us to hope to see there. I've shuffled the Encounter Discard Pile. I've shuffled up my deck. The Custodian, I think we keep here. Let's read Agenda 2A and then draw an Encounter card. Little by little, the memories of your former life are starting to fade. The most recent events are the first to disappear, but soon you begin to lose your grip on your human identity. Each investigator's maximum hand size is reduced by two. So that means we've got a hand size of four while here. Minus two for that and minus two for the conservatory. And our encounter card is Captive Mind. Revelation test willpower zero. Regardless of whether this skill test succeeds or fails, choose and discard all but X cards from your hand. X is your modified skill value. Well, let's put a Holy Rosary in. And that gives us a plus two, so that makes us a four on zero. I don't think we do anything else. Elder thing is a minus two, so that would make us a two on zero. So we get to keep all but two. Wow. Oof. We just keep keep faith and a radiant smite. And then we can Radiant Smite heavily and immediately put Bless back in. I think so. We can't... Oh, we can now play item assets, though. Oh. The other option is to keep a Holy Rosary. Keep a Holy Rosary in a Radiant Smite? I feel like the Keep Faith, we've got loads of resources, so that's a better choice. 
Sword Cane is definitely going because our willpower is the same as our combat and agility. So that leaves us with Holy Rosary, Spectral Razor, Radiance Might, and Keep Faith. Of these, we've got the static boost of Holy Rosary, which is nice, and a chance to add blesses, but it's not a surefire thing. We've got to pass tests. And then we've got Keep Faith, which is a surefire thing of adding bless. In fact, Spectral Razor isn't that good for us because our willpower is only two as well. So let's keep the Radiant Smite for sure, because we can use three bless to take that up to combat five. And I think I do chuck the Holy Rosary as well, which is a big shame, but I just like the reliability of the Keep Faith even better. Luckily, we passed that test, so we don't drop a clue. Let's see if we can get the Custodian then, first action. We're two on three. Elder Sign, plus two, draw a card. Yes, Elder Sign, ring that bell. It draws us six cents. We spend a clue and take control of the Custodian. That takes us up to two things completed. Do we have any chance of passing this Willpower 1, Agility 2, Intellect 3? Let's try it. We still have Jacob online, so let's try. Willpower 1 test, two on one. That is an Elder thing which would be minus two, which would mean we'd fail. So let's use Jacob and pass. And that takes us on to agility now. Two on two. Another elder thing, which is a fail. Okay. Hmm. Tricky. Maybe that was a waste of time. I'm just looking at the test again and thinking, how are we supposed to do that? I think we leave it, having wasted an action on it. I'm having second thoughts, and yeah, maybe the punishment here is for being stupid and spending the action on it. I think we move away, because then we get out of this nasty hand size thing. The custodian will start drawing us cards, which is nice. We can either go to the vaults next, or start heading over to either north or south. So yeah, I'm going to step away last action. I think I should have stepped away and drawn, or drawn and stepped away. But there we go. Upkeep, Jacob doesn't ready, and we draw a shriveling and go up to 12 resources. Maybe next turn is just spit out the shriveling and the sixth sense so that we have some options. It's a shame we've lost both Holy Rosaries to give us any kind of reliable boost. Mythos, we hit one of seven doom. And our encounter card is Rotting Remains. Uh, okay, well, we can put a horror on Jacob. We're just taking this two on one, uh, two on three. Come on, a bless now. Minus two. That's three horror. So one goes on Jacob and two goes on us. We're on three of seven. Sanity. Our turn begins. We draw a card. It's a spectral razor. We're on 12 resources. We've got the custodian and Jacob Morrison. He's exhausted. And that's it in the Ancient Covenant. By themselves, playing Sixth Sense and playing Shriveling is no great use. We can do some cheeky things with Sixth Sense in terms of hitting special symbols. And with Shriveling, if we were able to boost our willpower, that's good. And of course, it does give us damage compression, which is nice if we're having to fight. Honestly, what we need is another Favour of the Sun. And I think what we do is play Shriveling, play Sixth Sense. That means we can commit lots of the willpower icons in our deck if we want to to those tests. And then we head 
to the western corridors and that gives us a choice of where we go next my concern of heading down into the cyclopean vaults is if that hits our three we're then in a bit of a scramble to get more than three so yeah i'm going to play shriveling i'm going to move to halls of pinocotus western the only other option i think is drawing here holding on for playing six cents last action i'll draw drawn to the flame hello upkeep draws us the second copy of shriveling we got 10 resources jacob stays exhausted and we hit two of seven do our encounter card is captive subjects this spawns at the conservatory which is now in play it's aloof and retaliate if we've read about earth or saw a familiar specimen it loses aloof and gains hunter well we've done neither of those things so that's okay Right, what do we do now? Our turn begins and we draw a card. It's a ward of protection because of the custodian. There's definitely something to do in the Great Library, isn't it? Is Towers of Pinocotus just VP? So do we move into the Great Library, play Drawn to the Flame, and then try and pass some sort of test? I think that's the way to go. In we go. In its vast libraries were volumes of texts and pictures holding the whole of Earth's annals, histories and descriptions of every species that had ever been or that ever would be, with full records of their arts, their achievements, their languages, and their psychologies. It's two shroud and four clues. Spend one clue, test intellect three, to decipher the information you found. If you succeed, remember that you found the process, and at the end of the round, it replenishes back up to four clues. Well, let's definitely play second action drawn to the flame. Draw the top card of the encounter deck. It's a rotting remains. I think we... Pay one with Ward of Protection and just take one horror instead of however many we might end up with. And that gets us those two clues. And then for this test, oof, I really want more icons, more intellect icons. I can commit six cents for a plus two. That would make me a four on three. And there are seven bless in the bag. Let's do it. In six cents goes, we have to spend a clue. This is brutal. Come on. Minus one. That is a pass. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. So that means we have found the process. And that takes us up to three things. So we have to advance. So we did move, drawn to the flame, pass that test. The truth is hard to accept. Your body was never brought to this place. Your mind has been transferred into the body of one of these creatures. Somewhere in another place, in another time... One of the reviled creatures dwells in your body. You no longer have to perform any of the following tasks. However, the more you have performed by the time the scenario ends, the easier the transition to your human body will be, and the less likely the process is to fail or backfire. Be careful. Put this act into play with this side face up as a reminder. So there's eight things to do, and we've done three of them. Act 3A. Repossession. You have gathered the knowledge necessary to repossess your body, but before you can initiate the process, you must expand your mind. Yithian observers gain hunter, and we can spend a clue to draw two cards instead of one, and if your hand size exceeds your maximum hand size, draw one additional card, and our objective is if we have ten or more cards in our hand, immediately advance. Beware, remember to complete as many of the tasks listed on Act 2B as you can. So that was our three, move, drawn to the flame, take that test. Enemy phase, the Yithian observer hunts 
from the arrival chamber to the eastern corridors. Upkeep, we draw a promise of power. So our hand is promise of power, shriveling, spectral razor, radiant smite, and keep faith. And we go up to 10 resources. We hit three of seven doom. And our encounter card is a locked door, which attaches to this location because it easily has the most clues. It has four. And that's a bit of a gimme. The custodian draws us a card. It's a ward of protection. We're on our hand limit. So we could try and one-shot the Yithian with Radiant Smite. We'd be two, three, four, five on four. So we'd probably be putting the Promise of Power or the Shriveling in. Shriveling would make us seven on four. Or we take three move actions now up to the laboratory of the Great Race. Yeah, sorry, I didn't even talk about what the plan was here. If we can get to six, amazing. Towers of Pnakotis, I'm pretty sure, which is the other location here, is just VP. I think it's a generous two VP, but I don't know if we can handle getting that. Up at the top in Deconstruction Room Laboratory in Yithianorari, there are three of these things. So that could get us to six. And then, depending on time, we could think about going back down to the Cyclopean Vaults and the Alien Conservatory where the captive subjects are. But yeah, I think I think that's good. So we could double action to the Yithian Observer now, and then single action try and kill it. Or we could just triple action up to Laboratory of the Great Race, and we're up there, and the Yithian Observer will hunt towards us, and we let it do the work coming to us. It might lead to a situation where we then have to move back on it to attack it. I think that's I think that's okay. We've still got Spectral Razor for dealing with Mr. Snake Man, Servant, Serpent of Yig. Only reason not to do this is we'd be discarding a card this round. Ah, so what we could do then, if we definitely know we're discarding a card, is we could discard a shriveling, say, to give us a move from the western corridors to the northern corridors. Because our hand size is six and we're on six. And if we just go move, 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 we then lose a card. So we may as well turn a card into an action. So first action, we move to the western corridors. Let's discard Shriveling. That means we're keeping this promise of power for killing the Yithian Observer to move us to the northern corridors. It's three Shroud and a Clue. Second action, we'll move to the laboratory of the Great Race. It had learned all things that were ever known or ever would be known on the Earth through the power of its keener minds to project themselves into the past and future, even through gulfs of millions of years, and study the law of every age. It's two shroud and a clue. If there are no clues here, there's an agility three test to manipulate the controls of the technological device nearby. If you succeed, remember you activated the device. If you fail, place one clue on Laboratory of the Great Race from the token pool. Blurk. Again, no intellect icons. We could keep moving and go to the orrery or the deconstruction room. We don't want to draw a card because we're going to overdraw. We could just try this test. Two on two. Believing in all those bless. <laughs> Auto fail. <laughs> wow. Enemy phase. The Yithian Observer hunts to the northern corridors. Upkeep. We draw the accursed follower. It spawns at the location farthest from us which is one, two, three, one, two, three, four. It's down in the alien conservatory with the captive subjects. And we go up to 11 resources. We hit four of seven doom, and our encounter card is Crypt Chill. Hmm, 
Do we care about Jacob? <laughs> Jacob has given us one boost, which passes the test and then never readied. Do we care about the shriveling? We're struggling to get boosts. Do we want to ward this and go up to five horror? If we take the test, what passes us, what fails us? Skulls fail us. Dropping a clue here with the elder thing is pretty nasty. Seven bless. Plus one, zero, zero, zero. I know, we're not even even, so we're two down. Maybe we just ward this and keep the shriveling in play and run the risk of being at five horror. The nuisance would be drawing an elder thing now and dropping a clue. That's pretty much the only nasty thing about this test. The advantage would be pulling a bless and readying Jacob. There's seven blesses and only two elder things. <laughs> two on four. Elder sign! Again! Four on four. Pass. Draws us a card. It's a radiant smite. Nice. And at the start of the round, the custodian draws us a ward of radiance. Okay. Interesting. So we're on seven cards. We're going to end up discarding lots of cards. I think the orrery protects your hand size. So if we commit this ward of protection, we could investigate here and we'd be four on three and we'll keep the ward of radiance for cancellation. Four on three. I like it. Bless. Let's exhaust the ancient covenant to stop there. That makes us a six on three, but that also readies Jacob. And that's four bless out of the bag and a clue. Straight away fast, let's play keep faith and put those four bless back in the bag. That reduces our hand, which is nice. We've got two actions left. Do we now just go two on three and try and pass this agility test to remember to activate the device? There's ten bless in the bag, but we can't ancient covenant when we do anything with them. And we've got Jacob online, so we're essentially a four on three. It's time to gamble. What's the point in filling the bag with tokens if we can't try it? Two on three. Bless. Four on three. Bless. Six on three. <laughs> Minus five, which is one on three. Ah! Exhaust Jacob. Pass. Exactly. Three on three. Let me count that again. Two on three. Plus one bless. Four on three. Plus two bless. Six on three. Minus five. Drops us down to one on three. Exhaust Jacob. Three on three. Pass. Perfect pass. Unfortunately, Jacob is exhausted again. But that is fourth thing done. And we have one action left. To the orrery we shall go. I seem to talk in some odd language of the claw clickings with exiled intellects from every corner of the solar system. There was a mind from the planet we know as Venus, which would live in calculable ecops to come, and one from an outer moon of Jupiter six million years in the past. It's four shroud and one clue. Double action here if there are no clues. Remember that you realised what year it is, and while you're here, increase your maximum hand size by two. I'm... Actually quite pleased with that. Jacob has now passed us two tests and he's been readied once. And we did for a moment go up to 10 bless in the bag there. That that four shroud is pretty nasty though for us to try and clear, particularly as we're holding on to promise of power for Radiant Smite. 
I'll do hand in a moment. First, the Yudin observer hunts up to the location behind us, the laboratory of the great race, and the accursed follower adds a curse to the bag. So we're at eight curses, uh, two curses and eight bless in the bag. Upkeep, ancient covenant readies, but Jacob doesn't, and we draw a keep faith. We're at six cards in hand, and our hand size is reduced, but also increased by two, so we're fine. Hand this keep faith, ward of radiance, two radiant smites, a spectral razor, and a promise of power. And I didn't take a resource then, so we're on ten resources. We hit five of seven doom, and our encounter card is a scholar from Yith. This is a 2-2-2, praise on the most cards in hand. When it attacks you, you have to discard two random cards from hand. There's an action here, if Scholar from Yith is ready and engaged with you, parlay, test intellect three to attempt to pass as a member of the creature's race. If you succeed, draw one card and evade Scholar from Yith. If you fail, Scholar from Yith attacks you. Well, it engages us, and then the custodian draws us an Arcane Studies level four. (laughs) Well, I want to get that down. Do we even play that and take an... Oh no, we'd lose two random cards. So we can shrivel this. We're two on two at the moment. If we put a Radiant Smite into it, we're four on two. It's not too bad. Do we put a Keep Faith in as well? I want to hold that Keep Faith because... Or we Radiant Smite this. We put one Bless on it. Nah, it it doesn't help us that much. Spectral Razor this, four on two. Let's try shriveling it. Two on two. We'll put one of the two Radiant Smites in, four on two. That is an auto-fail, which deals us a horror. We're up to five horror. Hmm. Not liking this now. I think we've got to play the Spectral Razor to try and kill this one. Takes us down to eight resources. And I think last action is just going to play play Arcane Studies and take a hit from the Yithian Observer. I think that's the right way to go. Two up. Zero. Dead Scholar from Yith. You. And yeah, let's play the Arcane Studies. We're down to a paltry six resources. But we've got the two replenishable resources on Arcane Studies now. Which might help us get a clue here or, you know, help us pass shriveling tests. At five horror... We need to be really careful. Enemy phase, the Yithin Observer hunts. It deals a damage to Jacob and puts a horror on us. We're now at six horror. We need to save some soak on Jacob just to loop our deck. And the Accursed Follower takes us up to seven, uh, three curses in the bag. Sorry, I keep looking at the seven out of the bag and thinking that's how many they are. And we draw a second copy of Jacob. Okay, maybe we should have let Jacob die there. We go to six of seven doom. And our encounter card is Keeper of the Great Library. Spawns in the Great Library way back with the locked door, alert and aloof. But if we found the process or realised what year it is, uh, we were about to realise what year it is. We haven't found the process, I don't think. No, we've interviewed a subject, rescued the custodian. I know, found the process was in the Great Library. We have. It loses aloof and gains hunter. So we've got a 3-4-3 coming for us. Let us try and kill this Yidian observer. We'll pay one for Radiant Smite. Search the bag for three bless. Sorry, before we do that, at the start of our turn, the custodian draws us a card. It's Serpents of Yig. (laughs) Oh no. Which fetches the Elder Sign. Okay, that maybe changes things. How do we proceed here? 
just looking at my hand. Radiant Smite the Observer, Shrivel the Serpents twice. Still worth it, yeah. So Radiant Smite puts us at plus three, so five on four. We'll put in a Promise of Power for a plus eight. Thirteen on four. Auto fail. Mm. Uh, the attack doesn't defeat the attacked enemy, so the tokens are released back into the bag. But we are staring down a pretty nasty situation here with the serpents and the Yvian observer. Maybe I should, shouldn't have drawn with the custodian then. We can take one attack of opportunity from one of these guys and kill a copy of Jacob. But another hit on us will kill us. We're on four things and three cards in hand. If we shrivel the serpents twice, not pulling a bad token, the serpents are gone, and then the hit from the Yuthian Observer goes on Jacob. And next turn, we're trying to evade the Yuthian Observer and just sustain ourselves, essentially. We've got no weaknesses in our deck, and we've got two clues, and we've got six cards left in our deck. So in theory, yeah, once the agenda ticks over, hand size will be four, so the two clues could draw us up to ten easily. What other lines of play are there here? We can't move away. That kills us. If we double evade, two on two and then two on three, next turn we have both of them on us again. We've got to try and fight our way out. I thought we were doing quite well. Maybe I put... Yeah, serpents turn up at a bad time. Okay, so we'll shrivel. Two on two against the serpents. Oh, we've got so many resources and actually we'll use both arcane studies to make us two up, and we've got six resources, so let's use another two to make us four up. No, there's no point going four up, three up. Zero, two damage, and we'll shrivel again. We're now two on two. We'll spend three resources, taking us down to two resources. Curse, one up. Skull, that is a minus one because we've only got three cards in hand, which kills the serpents, releasing the elder thing, elder sign back into the bag, removing a curse. However, that also is a horror from the skull, which kills Jacob. And then we go to the enemy phase and we're defeated by horror. I think that's the end of the campaign. Let's take a look. Alejandro, what are you? You suddenly cry out. A nurse stands over you, peering into your eyes with a small light. You push the nurse away and rise to your feet, suddenly puzzled and disoriented. Despite the nurse's protests, you wobble feebly out of the room. You're in a hospital, its white halls smelling faintly of disinfectant and other chemicals. Just moments prior, hadn't you been exploring some kind of underground cavern? You cannot recall. Excuse me, come back, you must rest, the nurse calls out to you, gripping your forearm and pulling you back to your cot. She examines you closely while you recover from the shock of being transported so far in so short a time. Who is Alejandro, she asks, and you struggle to recall, the name doesn't ring a bell. You ask the nurse how you came to be here, wondering why she isn't surprised at your sudden appearance. Why, you admitted yourself to St Mary's just last night, do you not remember? You have no memory of this, and you're starting to grow concerned. 
You were acting a little strangely, if I may be so bold, and you spoke in a strange fashion, almost as if English weren't your first language. But now I see that you probably just drank a little bit too much. She notices your questioning expression and smiles. Don't worry, we get that kind of thing quite often these days, now that all the bars and pubs are on the up and up again. You examine your face in the mirror. You are tired and older than you remember. Something important lies on the very edge of your memory, fuzzy and blurred. It takes about a minute before the significance of the nurse's last statement catches up to you. Turning back towards the nurse, you ask what year it is, terrified of the answer. Why? 2022, of course. My, you must have had a heck of a night, she chuckles. We need to record that Matteo had his memory expunged. He's driven insane, and Matteo loses the campaign. Yeah, wow. I got through <laughs> Where the Gods Dwell solo, but City of Archives twice has claimed me. Damn. We were great for time. We had a whole nother agenda. We'd done four of the things. We had cards left in deck. I'm just trying to think if there was anything else we could have done. I don't think there was an obvious misplay here. I didn't waste time getting clues in the halls of Knokotas because... I knew that up in the laboratory in the orrery, you needed to get the clues there to be able to do the things. I wasted one action in the alien conservatory trying to do that test. Not not in the end a major problem. And it's not like after that point we were really struggling for cards in hand and I should have spent the action drawing. Yeah, brutal. I can't think of anything else to say. <laughs> so, Frank Zero, City of Archives 2. It's funny because it's not, I don't think this is the hardest scenario by any stretch. I think looking at the icons in this deck, really short on intellect icons, but it wasn't like we were super struggling to pass pass tests. And in fact, the, the opening was so potent. So yeah, I can't, I can't put it down just to that. It's not like the wheels completely came off the deck and we couldn't do anything. We actually made a lot of progress and done pretty damn well, if I say so myself. Let's look at Psychopean Vaults. Oh, yeah, that's five Shroud and a Clue. And if you have no cards in hand, you can read about Earth. And Towers is just two Shroud and two Clues. Yeah, and Victory too. Well, what a way to start the year. Welcome to 2022. May Arkham only get better than that for you and for me. And this also means now we've got to decide what do we do next for Think On Your Feet. So if you're a patron of the cast and want to let me know in Think On Our Feet, please do. If you're not a patron of the cast and you want to become a patron, we're drawn to the flame on Patreon and patronage can start at as low as $2 a month, which is no, not even two quid if you're in the UK. I don't think it's two euros if you're in Europe, but have a look. It's very cheap. It gets you access to our Discord server, which is a very lovely place to talk about the game. It also means if you want to take a part in Think on Our Feet, you can, which is a fun thing to do. We all play with the same deck and sort of discuss it and make plans for upgrades and things like that. And you can also get in touch with me. I'm drawn to the flame podcast at gmail.com. I'm on Twitter as FB. That's EPH underscore BEE. You know, tweet to me if you want to talk about the game. And I'm around the place as Zooey Glass or Zozo as well. I hope this was enjoyable to listen to, even if it wasn't a happy ending. Thank you so much for your support of the cast and really looking forward to sharing more Drawn to the Flame things with you this year. Thanks for listening. Bye.